All right. Welcome to the box score. Yep. We're, we're one man down today. We're missing Mr. Kurt Scott. So we've got Luke and Chris here. What's up? This is our comeback. Comeback tour. Comeback. Now that we have a season come up in front of us, we thought we'd do a little bit of a recap of what's happened over the last couple of months. Yep. Did you get COVID, Chris? Yeah, twice. I think I actually may have had it. Yeah, I think I might have had it after New Year's, possibly. I was nah, that was a, hang- a hangover, mate. No, <clears throat> it was a, or if it was, it was a... You were drinking Corona? It was a nine-day hangover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but interesting times. Um, it all kicked off with Rudy Gobert. It did, yep. Our main, main man, Rudy, causing a, a stir with... Um, <clears throat> obviously, people remember how he was uh, acting in the uh, press conference room by you know, pretending to touch everything and lick everything and of course typical, a day later typical Frenchman yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah that's how it started and it escalated from there and you know what we'll just get into the season it's starting to look good with the playoffs around the corner Zion Luka Doncic coming into their own it was it was good times but it got taken away from us but you here it is coming back it is, yeah. No, I think um, I'm excited. August 1st, game, first game. Um, schedule came out. Uh, it was released, I think, yesterday. So <clears throat> looks like the, the Raptors have got a tough eight games ahead of them, but, you know, they're sitting pretty pretty right now in the league. So I think that they're, they're well, going to go far. Let's talk about the format of the season coming back. Sure. So how does it look? How many teams are going to this bubble in Disneyland? Yeah, we've got 22 teams. 22. 16 spots, right? All right. So there's going to be six teams that don't make it. I think there's five competing in the West for that last spot. Yep. And two in the East, I'm thinking. But um, yeah, it should be good. The other thing I've noticed is like now that they get putting all the players through the coronavirus uh, test that we're getting, I think in the last couple of days, 17 positive. Yeah, is a seventeen up to seventeen yeah. now. So yeah, it's it about five percent of all the players. Yeah, yeah. Not not all those teams are going to to Disneyland though. But um, no, no, no. The, of the teams going to Disneyland, oh, oh, are these of the teams? Five percent of all the players going in the bubble. There you go. Have coronavirus. Yeah. Well, lucky we got to August first to get things going, and hopefully these guys get their shit together and don't go chasing Mickey Mouse around the uh, the playgrounds when they get down there. Well, yeah, and Florida is spiking. It's had its most like uh, COVID um, new new cases ever yesterday. So it's probably the worst spot to go. But um, Silva is keen to do it. I don't think anything, anything can stop it. I think we all need sports to come back. And if the NBA can't do it, then I don't think any sport can. Who can? Well, the UFC's done it. So, yeah, and they, they had one guy pop. Um, I think it was the first card, uh, Jacare Sousa uh, from Brazil. So him and his um, his trainer got done, but they, they didn't compete because um, they were going through heavy testing. So I think with the, the testing procedures that they have in the UFC, I imagine the NBA is going to do the same thing, right? So well, um, they going to have a UFC island or something? They do. Fight Island. That's, that's it's in Dubai. It's not in Island. Called Yas Island. Yas Island. Yeah, okay. just yeah. It's in it's in Dubai, but well, I guess it's a, a little. It's yeah. a little it's Disneyland like, yeah, po- type. A little bubble on its own, eh? Yeah, I mean, there's. Do I'd, you reckon the rides will be going at Disneyland? Like, there's got to be entertainment. I'm pretty sure there'd be zero entertainment. Uh, These guys are going to be quarantined to hell, right? Like, um, there's going to be like five, six games a day, yep. every day. Yep. So no, there's going to be no swabs and. 
um, tongue swabs and all sorts of swabs going on. So, yeah, but, perfect. Uh, it's all, all happening. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think with the testing that they've got going now, you well, know, the, the, yeah, we're still a ways from a vaccine, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, once these uh, 16 plus players or 17 players get things under control that everyone, you know, will realise that shit, hey, it could be me too. I, I could get it too. So I need to... Just don't go licking microphones and being French. Should be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just looking at the Western Conference, um, you know, looking at eight, like seven, eight spots. So Mavs, Mavericks are, look the goods. Um, then you got the Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Pelicans, um, and and Kings. I think. Who do you want to take that last spot in the West? Blazers. One hundred. I, I, I want Lillard. I like Lillard. I man. love Lillard too. Yeah. But like, I wish. Like, I want Memphis to be in there. I want New Orleans to be in there. Why do you want Memphis? Because you've got a Vancouver attachment to it No, because I love Ja Morant. They're not here anymore, man. Vancouver's gone. Ja Morant is my favorite player in the league right now. He's good. Yeah, he's still young. He's developing. He's got a, he's got a lot of potential, though. And That's why I want him in the playoffs. I want to see what he can do. I think he'll be clutch. Mm. I think if he got in there, I think he'd make a name for himself. Saying that right now, guys. You heard it first on the box score. They're a dark horse. May go second round, may, but... What about um, Zion? How how big is he going to be coming back? Yeah, he's going to be 360 pounds. He's going to look like Sir Charles did I've heard when he's he played for the 76ers. I've Has heard, he? Yeah. Everyone's losing weight. Look at uh, Jokic. Jokic? Yeah. Jokic? Yeah, uh, Jokic. Yeah. yeah, Jokic. He looks like what Jokic would have eaten last year. Yeah. Well, what was he? He was probably sitting at 270, I think he was. He looks about 220 now. Yeah, he's probably li- maybe 230, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's he's skinny, man, but, you know, that's his game. And, you know, his post game is stick his big ass and down in the post. Yeah, and I don't know if he'll be the same player. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's certain, but his career might be longer. There's certain people out there that should hold the weight. You know, it's like Shaquille O'Neal. If he, you know, slimmed down to a 240. There's know. no way Shaq could be 240. Well, he was 240 when he came out of his mum's womb. <laughs> I uh, I read Shack Attack, which was his first. Um, I guess it was an autobiography, and there's a few stories in there how he, uh, when he was in high school, he was he paid his sister three hundred dollars to make him six peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So he, I think he was eleven or twelve. So if you if you're eating like that at eleven or twelve, you're uh, well. Well, I was hearing Shaq at one of his interviews and he was saying that when he was in high school, he couldn't dunk and he was 6'7". Six, six, yeah, he's high school, grade 8, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, my first, I couldn't dunk in grade 8. Grade 9, though, is when... But when he's 6'7". Like, yeah, I was 6'4", six, six, I think. Yeah, grade 8. So, um, yeah, 6'7". Yeah, I mean, his coordination probably wasn't there. Mm. I don't know how... He, have you seen photos? I mean, he, he was, was, he was like, put it this way. When he came into the league, he was 300. All right. And he was, he, he was, was skinny. He was, he was, he was skinny. But then, you know, you look at, he, and he, then he was listed at 320 for the rest of his career when it was even. more like 380, I reckon. He was 301, I think, for yeah, most of his career. Yeah. Like, that was his day one weight, but seriously, 380 had to be. And that's the thing that like is really, I guess enlightening to me. I don't know. We talked about it, and I think maybe on a previous podcast when, um, you know, all these how players are listed it was just so inaccurate. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Shoes all, on, shoes off. Yeah, 
Jesus. Like, uh, who was it? Michael Beasley. Remember when he went number two behind Derek Rose? I think yep. it was. Yeah. I all through college, he was listed at six ten, six ten. Yeah. Draft combine, six seven. Yeah. Yeah, he is only six seven. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's crazy. Six like, ten though. They had him. Like, he could be a, a center, and like, you know, but nah, six seven. I get it. Like you know, maybe he could be an inch off, but three inches. I mean, come on. And then same with weight, right? Like it, it's. It's a crazy world, man. You know, I wouldn't have thought that any of that stuff would have flown in the in the two thousands. You know, sure, sure, back in the eighties and nineties, but to to learn of this stuff in the last you know couple of years is yeah crazy. So with the background music here, I thought we paid tribute to the ABA era. Bit of yeah. funk, <laughs> bit of soul. Freddie Funk, you got it. Um, so um, what what else what else happened over the off season here? Kyrie Irving, all right, Kyrie. Yeah, and he, just he got told to he wasn't us. allowed to ride the rides at Disneyland and then he decided to tell everyone that they shouldn't go either. Yeah, so he had a uh, players meeting for a hundred of, I guess, his selected few. Him and Avery Bradley? Yeah, yeah, yeah trying to recruit um, their, for their cult, their anti-NBA cult. Um, and I don't know, man. Yeah, Kyrie, I, I, I really want to like the guy. I, I, uh, I admired his game. I, I still admire his game, um, but I admired him as a, as a, as a, a dude. Um, you know, he was born in Australia, and not that that needs to hold any weight. You know, for oh, us, it does, on, it does on this show. Yeah, if we're not biased here. Oi, yeah. oi, oi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I, 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 I loved his game. I loved him. I liked him as a person when he was at Cleveland, and you know. Um, just sh- shit just went sideways when he went to Boston and, and now at uh, Brooklyn. So I, I don't know, man. Yeah. He's just a bit crazy, mate. That's what it is. He's yeah. a bit crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's always got some, but I loved how Kendrick Perkins called him out. He's like, he was all down for it until he was told he wasn't allowed to go because he has an injury. Then yeah. uh, since he's not like tall enough to ride on the ride, then no one else should be. That's Curry right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, if the if the king says the uh, the show must go on, then the show must go on. Um, well, Durant came out the other day saying if he was fit, you wouldn't play. Yeah, but it's easy to say that when you're not going to play anyway. That's how I'm seeing it. Yeah, and you know who he's being hang out, hanging out with? They're on the same team. Uh, Kyrie yeah, Irving. Yeah, yeah. All right, bloody yeah. circle jerk going on there. Yeah, there is. Um, just looking at the Eastern Conference. So, at it, I need to. I'm going to look up all the, the teams because it, 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 is it weighted from east to west? What, because what? because we're sitting, you know, the Magic are 8 at 30 and 35 and then the Wizards are 24 Exactly. And 40, so the right? Wizards are the only one that can be, uh, yeah. that can play in. Yeah. And I think they need to win every game. They do. All right. Yeah. So yeah. they're just, they're going like, just as like an invite only. Yeah. They're not going to make it to the, the final dance. They're no. just coming in to, you know, go on the rides. And nor should they, man. I mean, their team stinks. So, and you got a record at 24 uh, Bradley, and 40. I think it's, we, they wanted, Bradley Beal was playing really good caliber. Yeah. Who else? So they just, that, that's it. That's yeah, it. Exactly. Fat John Wall. Yeah. Fat John Wall. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the East is pretty set in my, <clears throat> my eyes in terms of, well, I don't know. Like, what what, what do you think is going to happen? Like, you're looking at the well, top two like, in the East. The, all right. So, it's I'm, I'm going to say the season's over. This is a different game with the best teams from last season. Right. We don't know who, who's who been practicing. Um, yeah. Like, 
you know, as the season goes, we looked at the Sixers. They were struggling. Joel Embiid was – and Ben Simmons was out. Embiid was getting a bit fat. He wasn't playing that good. Like, but now that they've had time off, are they going to be better? Right? Because if yeah. they are, they're a scary team. Yep. So what about the Bucks? you know? Is, uh, is Bledsoe going to show up the same as he was playing? Like, what's Middleton going to be like? Giannis is going to be Giannis, but, like, we don't know. So it's like a fresh season, a short one. Like, yeah, one-tenth of a season and then some playoffs. But yeah, it's, and it's who's been keeping fit and training in the off-season. I mean, well, I'm sure all of them mentally, have. But mentally into it as well. Yeah, right? Even if that yeah. means they're playing NBA 2K just to keep their skills sharp, all right? Mm-hmm. Learn the offenses. True. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's... In in the in the West, it's anyone's game at the in the in the lower lower tiers. I think you know you're looking at Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Mavs, Grizzlies, or Blazers. I really dislike the Rockets. I dislike the Rockets too. And you know they're always they're not, they're going nowhere, man. They'll be your first round. Uh, and like you've got to think yeah. this way too. Like, are, are the Spurs gone? Yeah, Spurs are done. All right, so which sucks. No, no, they 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 they've got an invite. Well, they're, they're 27 and 36, but uh, maybe they yeah. don't. The yeah. Pelicans, the last one, but we're going to look at they're yeah. going to stop any coach over the age of sixty-five from going. Yeah. All right. So, like, say the Rockets, who's their head coach, Dan Tony, sixty-seven. Mm. He can't go. They've actually implemented that, have they? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. So that like it was on the on the cards, but how do they, how do you like block off? a freaking age limit like 65 because that's when people can retire or should retire like no nah, because that's like where the higher risk kicks in due shown by statistics but yeah that's a stats you, i know you know you see in here of 65 year olds not to say these guys are necessarily but that are fitter than a 40 year old you know like and as far as immune systems and things go yeah i guess you got to go by the law of averages but yeah, but that, that that like that puts like Houston at a disadvantage. I know if the Spurs were gone, Pop wouldn't be allowed to go. And I think there's uh, two other coaches. Yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember. But um, yeah, so that's the season coming up. The other thing I want to talk to you about was um, when I was sitting at home for a month there with nothing to do, I was blessed. You know why? That bloody Michael Jordan documentary, MJ. The Last Dance, came out. Yep. Yep. Give me your thoughts on that. Man, it was nuts. I learned so much. And I think everyone did. You know, when um, I, <coughs> how old was I? Back in 98, I was 16. Um, huge fan of the Bulls. Used to huddle around a, uh, an old computer and, and keep clicking NBA.com for text updates when the finals were going on. Did you go NBA, NBA.com was the worst stats. Yahoo Sports was good. It had better real-time stats. Anyway, I'll stop there. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever used to get that basketball newspaper with all the box scores in it? Yeah. That yeah. was that was the, dope. The, the point being that we were hitting the refresh button for updates. There was no video, folks. We're that old. But, um, yeah, it was, it was an awesome time. I was like, you know, steal, Jordan. Pippen, two points. Rebound, Rodman. You know, we would uh, get the one game a week. On we would, yeah, that NBA was NBA game of the week. Steve Carfino. If you got Foxtel, all right, then you can get maybe four games a week. And yep. we get NBA inside stuff. Yep. Mad Rashad, remember that? Yeah. Hey, but, uh, yeah. Sorry, just before we go back to it, um, the Wizards are the only team in the East. Yeah, I was just looking at this, um, and then you got uh, on the. 
On the west, you got uh, number nine through 13, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, San Antonio, yeah, and, yeah. and Phoenix. But yeah. Yeah, pretty yep. crazy. No, it is. Um, last dance, man. It was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Um, you know, the whole Pippin saga. Uh, I, I mean, let's kick it off at the top. You know, Jordan, I know you, you, you shared a, a photo of a, uh, a hat earlier. It said, uh, was it 84, 85 what? circus? Oh, the traveling cocaine circus. The traveling. Chicago Bulls. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Shout some- out to Marky Mark who showed me that hat. Bloody fantastic, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Some serious allegations going on there, and like, um, yeah. do you think Jordan had more friends after this or more friends before? Because <laughs> I'm going to say he had a couple more before. He did insult a few people, and he did tell stories in his way. He protected his brand a little bit. Yeah. He narrated it. He chose what was going to be on there. So I don't know if we saw the total truth, but we saw a bloody good documentary. Well, you know, what do you think his care factor is to this though? Zero, right? Like for people, you know. He, I don't have the last word. His care factor is a hundred. His care factor is a hundred about him yeah. and his, yeah. you know. Legacy. Legacy, exactly. But as far as him doing what he wants and needed to do in order to succeed, you know, the the competitive nature. He still did that in the documentary. Yeah, <laughs> which, you know, is, is it's cool. Like I'm sure they, they, they left a lot of things out and yeah, the producers were shocked when they uh, – I think he approved was it episode seven or eight um, when he you know he broke down and said uh, know, six, uh, five and six wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, yeah, and like you know he, he showed his you know vulnerable side I guess to a degree, but you know he uh, yeah he certainly <coughs> certainly laid everything on the table that we you know we were able to see. Yeah, yeah, and it was like, what was your favorite moment? There was a there was a few man. My um, favorite moment is a video I'd seen beforehand, but it's just yeah. when. Charles Oakley's slapping, bitch slapping uh, Scotty Pippen in his rookie year. <laughs> For some reason, that video always makes me laugh. I love Charles Oakley. He's such a bully. Yeah, he, he was, a, was a bully, but um, a the very, very well-respected bully. And he certainly had Jordan's respect. And obviously, you know, he helped, you know, groom Jordan, you know, into the, the player that he, he became, you know, in his earlier years in Chicago and, you know, got out. Got the bulls out of the cocaine circus and, um, you know, into what was, you know, arguably the, the best dynasty, you know, years of of all time. And I don't know who and when people are going to top that. And I kind of, you know, I don't want to be a Warriors hater, although I am a Warriors hater. But, you know, it was kind of nice for, for them to, uh, in my eyes, you know, get the 73-9 and record and still... And ended up losing the Oh, yeah, because it's, it's a tough thing to do. Eh? It doesn't matter yeah. how many games you win during the season. Um, but, yeah, like uh, what what episode stood out to me? The Scotty Pippen one, I thought he was a bit harshly done by through yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, I don't think he came off as important or as, as good as what he was. I love yeah. the Dennis Rodman episode yeah. and episodes. I love seeing the connection between him and uh, Phil Jackson. Yep. That was dope. I love seeing Carmen Electra. She looks great. <laughs> Yeah. And I love the footage of Rodman partying, but like coming to work the next day, showing up and getting it done. Yeah. So a couple of things. When I was in Vegas many years ago, I had a limo driver and he used to drive around the bulls, right? And so Jordan was a decent tipper and, you know, Ron Harper's of the world and um, uh, Coach, and then uh, Scotty Pippen though, however, 
he uh, he was known as No Tippin' Pippin'. Well, and he's, now he's I know making one-tenth as much as everyone <laughs> now else. Now I know why. Yeah, I, I never, I, I guess I, I wasn't really into the politics of basketball when I was a young young kid and I was just more focused on the game and enjoying what was on TV. But yeah, to, to know that, like, it, it, it's unfortunate. I guess, you know, the player bargaining agreements have, have certainly um, uh, evolved you know, the very much the upper, you know, white class management and, and players having less control of their careers. And now that's certainly changed. You know, I think that for him not to being able to rene- renegotiate like back then was... yeah. But, but you didn't do that back then, is my understanding. No, it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. The no. teams had the power and the players do now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But um, yeah, that, that one was good. The Steve Kerr um, story was, it was good. Yep. And like, um, you know what? I was a bit upset there was no Luke Longley interview or anything, eh? I was going to say that. Yeah. So um, I saw a, a TV a morning show in Australia and they're interviewing Luke Longley. And um, the reason he wasn't on the... Do you know the reason why he wasn't on the, on the documentary? It wasn't because he, you know, didn't want to be on it. It wasn't because the producers didn't want him to be on it. it came down to budget. They didn't have the budget to fly him over there or record it. Correct, which is crazy. Yeah, Netflix like, not having really? a budget usually they throw money. They they apparently had maxed out on the budget, and that's why they you know they didn't have the. So we got Bill Wennington doing six bloody interviews instead because all they had to do is cross the border. Exactly. Yeah, it was. Uh, I like I like Big Billy. No, yeah, I I found that fascinating. Yeah, Billy's yeah Billy was good. Question for you, Steve Kerr or John Paxson? Ooh, John Paxson's a way better player than Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr's got more championships and was a role player, but Paxson was a good player, all right? He yeah. was their starting point guard, all right? Steve Kerr wasn't a starting point guard. That was Ron Harper who started 98% of the games that he played. Yeah. Steve yeah. Kerr may have started one in his career with the Bulls. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh-huh. so, um, but yeah, uh-huh. Kerr, Kerr's a good player, don't get me wrong, but Johnny Paxson, yeah. he, he was good. He yeah. was good. And then uh, just on the Rodman uh, episode, so yeah, folks out there probably saw, you know, he decided he needed a little break to go to Vegas with his uh, Carmen Electra and, and party it up. And um, I think it's the same story. Uh, I was on a Joe Rogan podcast. Billy Corgan from the Smashing Pumpkins was very friendly with Rodman back in the day. And uh, he was a, a part of the uh, the posse, I believe it was the, the, that final series um, where they hopped on a private jet and went to Vegas. And like, yeah, you can imagine, you know, the uh, the drugs, the alcohol and the women, like it was all Come there. On, no drugs and alcohol, <laughs> they were just drinking water, kamikazes. But it's, it's crazy to even fathom that that was, you know, we talk about players not having the control back then on the Scotty Pippins in terms of contracts, but then you look at Dennis Rodman and look at what he did, you know? Yeah. He was a I don't give an F attitude and the fact that Phil Jackson had that relationship and, yeah, trust. and trust yeah. in in him as a player that, hey, this is what you need to go do in order to, to function, you go do it. Then come back and get fucking 16 rebounds, like 18 rebounds. So- you know? With the with the whole documentary, and we'll talk about Jordan a little bit here, and he, he slided a couple of people. There's a couple of people that aren't happy with him after. Horace Grant being the first Horace. one and say, if I see him again, we can settle this like men. Yeah, he ain't settling nothing, no. Horace is a big boy. He's listed 6'10", and I could sure as shit he's 6'10". 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, yeah. he 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 felt he got he was standing up for himself and Pippin, who yeah. he thought he should have been represented better. Yeah. Um, and then with that whole book, the Jordan rules, and Horace Grant being the snitch. Uh, so Jordan said he's pretty adamant that he wasn't to the point that he wants to go to fisticuffs. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, I guess what, you know. There's some things that are better left. You know, and yeah, it's uh, it's all all history now, and these guys, you know, uh, they have some great memories in terms of winning championships, and you know, like you look at, I mean, one of the guys who I think got berated by Jordan was Scott Burrell, right? Yeah, yeah. but they, that was their relationship as well. It was so yeah. it's like a little puppy nipping at the big dog's foot. You know, that was that was their relationship. Yeah. But I think it was more the competitors. Like uh, Isaiah Thomas, like fair enough, like they've always had that bad blood. I think Isaiah is a bit of a dick for walking yep. off and all that. But like the other one is like Gary Payton. And I remember watching every game of those finals. And when Payton got put on Jordan, all right, Jordan slowed down. Yeah. All right. It wasn't too you know who won three. that? It should have been MVP was Dennis Rodman. Twice he got the finals record for offensive rebounds in yep. two different games he should have been the finals mvp because jordan got taken out of it by peyton yeah but unfortunately rebounds don't win you mvps does it ah uh, one of them games one of them games exactly in the finals yeah but so but he was the like if you watch those games again i i when i watch it i jump off the couch i'm that excited watching him get those rebounds put back shooting a three and his defense on kemp and not to remember who was it um Ah, oh, on the Sonics, Brakowski. Brakowski. Remember their little uh, tussles? That was fantastic. Yeah. And Brakowski used to be an all right player, but I think, I, uh, fair enough, Jordan missed his dad, and that's what he was trying to say in that point and Father's Day and all that stuff. But same time, the glove is on the wrong side of a meme now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just on Rodman, man, he, he was something like, we haven't seen anything like that in the league since, and I don't think we ever will again. You know, the the basketball smarts and the fact that he could look at a ball, look at its trajectory and see where it, you know, envision where it's going to hit on the ring and where it's going to land before anyone else, like basically when it leaves the hand. Is and pretty much the same size as Jordan, or right in between Jordan and Pippen, 6'7", 220". He's listed six eight though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's six, if you look at it, he's he's six seven. He's, yeah, yeah, but uh, and he's not big. He's bloody strong though. He's strong. I mean, he guarded Shaq. He know, was the best was guarding push. Shaq. He yeah. would guard Magic. Yeah. All right. Yep. So imagine these bulls going up against like I remember the Heat team of 2011 with Bosh, Wade and James. All right. I'd love to see the Bulls go up against them just because the matchups to me would be fantastic. Yeah, no, they're, uh, I mean, there's, we could have comparisons for days, but. Um, Which we should, and we'll, we'll do an we'll, NBA 2K. How's that sound? There we go. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, so, yeah, but no, in, in, in summary, the last dance certainly kept my, uh, well, made my, my COVID experience a more enjoyable one every Monday as we, we got it here in Canada or on Netflix, but uh, I think they got it Sunday in the US. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to, to watch those moments and relive sort of the, the childhood memories that I had. Yeah, it was... I might go watch it again tonight, I think. That's not a bad idea. Well, yeah. 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 All right, so we got one more segment here today. This is sort of our, our relaunch, getting back into the swing of things. We're going to be doing the podcast weekly from now on. And one of our featured segments is... Flip it. 
Yeah. So in this flip it segment, Chris and I have been randomly given eight basketball cards from 1980 to present day. Okay, they're slightly weighted towards the more 90 style cards. So what we're gonna do from that eight, we choose a starting five. One player represents every position one through five. So Chris, flip your card, show me what you got for your point guard. Alrighty, I've got uh, my main man here. This is um, pre-glory days at the Utah Jazz, Jeffrey Hornacek. Jeffrey Hornacek, a two guard. You're starting him at the one. Starting him at the one. Fantastic. He must be a bit thin, I reckon. Well, Jeff Hornacek. So this is him with the 76ers. And he got traded for Barkley. He was at the Suns before that, was he? Yep. Yep. He was. Yeah. So he had uh, six seasons at the Suns. Yep. You know, 90. How many, how many seasons with the Sixers? It was only like two, wasn't it? Yep. Two. And then he went to, to Utah. So, you know. And he, he was a great fit in Utah. Great fit. I mean, when you're looking at his stats here, the, he was peaking in, in these years. Um, sit the last, you know, 90 to 93, averaging 17, 20, and 19. Um, and what year was he drafted? He was drafted in 85. 85. 86. 86. All right. And uh, what was his career average points per game? Well, he started off slow, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know what he ended up in Utah because he still continued some pretty solid numbers. Yeah, right? yeah. So he's about 14 and a half in Utah. He's 14 and a half average here. Look at you, hey? Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, so that, that's, that's what he, uh, that was his average here. So, yeah, but it's not all points, as we said, Dennis Rodman. No, no. And how many championships did he win? Yeah. None. All right, cool. So <laughs> I'm going to flip my card here. And I've got a, a player that played in Phoenix as well a couple of years before. Then he went on to Boston. His name is Dennis Johnson, DJ. Ooh, Dennis Johnson. So Dennis Johnson was a great player. If you ever saw the Boston Celtics in the 80s, that team with Robert Parrish, Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, DJ was the one. DJ steals the ball. All right. This is him. All right. Yes. So he had a couple of great seasons. I think in Seattle, where he first started, he peaked at 19 points a game. Phoenix, 19 as well. And then sort of when he became that third scorer, he averaged like 15, 16 points in Boston through their championship years. And he retired in 1990. So who would you give to that one, Chris? Well, we don't have... uh, Three championships, four championships. We don't have a judge here, unfortunately. I mean, if we want to go on current day and we compare the last seasons of... uh, It's about the same. Dennis, yeah. The averages are the same, 14.1 versus 14.5. So I think, yeah, I'll give you this one because, yeah, you're going to – And you're playing out of position. You're going to – playing out of position and you're going to keep throwing these championships at me. So, all right. So you've got DJ versus Hornets. I would take DJ there realistically. And I think that's the best card I've got. So Not a problem, yeah. So you're going down after this. Because next up I've got my man – Rip Rip Hamilton. Hamilton. So Rip Hamilton. What's what's his career average? 16 and a half? Rippy, he had a couple Rip, of good Rippy seasons. Rippy is 16.9 up until 03, 04. Yeah. When did he retire? Oh, uh, it was... 2010, maybe? Yeah. So yeah. He, he he started off with the Wizards, eh? Did yeah. Jordan draft him? Did three at the Wizards. He was uh, Jordan's sidekick, yeah, when Jordan was trying to take over. Two-time All-Star, is he, I think? At least, yeah. Yep. Um, 
but uh, yeah, no, he had some solid stats. Like when he was in Detroit, they were the the glory years in Motor City. You know, they were <coughs> they had a, a pretty killer team back in the early two thousands. Yeah. All right. So you got him. I think you might have me beat here. Yeah. I have a current day player. His name is Jeff Teague, one time All Star. Jeff. I think Teague. he peaked at nineteen points a game. Right. But he fell off sharp. All right. He yeah, fell off sharp. He did. Um, like he's was Timberwolves, so. You know, he's 12 and a half points per career. Yeah. Um, he hasn't won a championship. Rip did part of that, my favorite Pistons team of all time. Love that team. Yeah. So I'll give big, you that uh, one. Big Ben Wallace. Um, That's one all. Right. One all. All right. Three. Flip it. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go again. Well, this guy needs no introduction. Rest in peace, though. Um, arguably, you know, the best player from Europe. Drazen. Ah, oh, Petrovic. Yeah. Good player, but like, yeah. Great player. Great player. Great player. He was, he was the like, guy. Like, could go from 90, 91, averaging 12, 92, 20 points a game. Yeah. Just such a short career. Yeah. He started off slow with the Trailblazers, but he found he's in the nets, hey, with Derek Coleman, Kenny the, Anderson. Uh, yeah, he got a rough go at the Blazers. They just, it was back then, they just didn't believe that European basketball could fit into the nba style and so he didn't really get a a run there and then as soon as he went to the nets he opened up and dude he was giving jordan and everyone a run for their money man he was uh i think um which doc was it in the last dance documentary or, or something i was watching that yeah jordan had a lot of respect for, for him as well he was a shit talker too right yeah so, but once again, you're pay playing him out of position, mate. Yeah, you know, well, this is a game one through five. Yeah, you this this guy here's your best three. Is he six five? Was he? He's six five one ninety five. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah, sort of that Desmond Mason size. All right, so for mine, I'm gonna give you the pip. He might not have that much money in the bank account, but as a three, I don't think there's many better. So. First, you say Dennis Johnson's your best card. So you're trying to. Uh, oh, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the. It's a game. Here. It's a yeah. game. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. All right. I know the rules. You know the rules. Well, you know what? If uh, Paul Dryzen didn't really get. Gonna, yeah, no, was it a motorcycle or a car accident? Car accident. Yeah. Yeah. If he didn't get done by a. Are you saying there's a chance he could have been a better feet. three than Scotty Pippen? Um, there's a chance that. He could have been a. We could have a, had a com yeah. could have had a competition. Yeah, look, of course, you know he probably wouldn't have won the championships at Scotty. Well, he wouldn't have uh, unless he played for, for the Bulls. The Bulls. Of course. <laughs> but, and uh, all right, so if they both played for the Bulls and they were both playing the three, who would start? Well, yeah. So you got Jordan running the show down there, don't you? Yeah. So. All right, let's go for the four. So it's two one. This guy's got uh, arguably some of the best arms in the business. Eddie Johnson, Seattle Supersonics. Oh, he's a good three-point shooter too. He's a good but player. He's you putting him at your four? Yeah, he's six foot eight. But he wasn't. He's two twenty. He was a he was a three-point shooting three. But you know what? I think you um you might have me beat here. Yeah. He, because my guy, you might have the best arms, but I've got the best goggles. Goggles. Kurt Rambis. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Captain Kurt. Um. Yeah, I mean, if we look at, if we want to go stat by stat as a starting point, you know, this is uh, dated up to 91, 92. This is a tops basketball card. 
Eddie had a career average up until then at 18.4 points a game. Oh, he was a, he was a good he was, player, he man. He was killing it. Yeah, he, he did very, very well at the Kings, the Suns, and then ended up in the, the Sonics. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that alone. I mean, Kurt, what's Kurt's numbers? Like 10 or 12 a game? Nah, six, mate. Six? Yeah. That's all he had. Yeah, yeah. Shit. So, uh, if you want to talk about per 48 minutes, then we'd be talking 12. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll take that one. Thanks very much. Uh, Jesus, up to the, the last hurrah. And what, what, before I think I mentioned in, I, I, I don't have a five. I don't have a five. And yeah, I was thinking they, about starting Vinny Del Negro at my five. <laughs> All right, but no, yeah. unfortunately not. So uh, do you want right. to flip at the same time, mate, or what? Uh, sure. Three, two, one. one. Boom. So we oh. have. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh we yeah. Have, you. On my side, we've got Billy Cartwright, speaking of the last dance. Yeah. The main man at the Chicago Bulls center position back in the early 90s. Um, on your side, Kurt. I got, I got uh, Brad Lois. Brad Lois from the Milwaukee Bucks. Did he? Did he? No, but no, it was Boston. This one's uh, Minnesota Milwaukee, and it's yeah. before he was an average player. This is pre-average. Yeah. So he is averaging 10 points a game, but Billy Cartwright with the Knicks, all right? Yeah. He, Billy killed who, it. Who did they trade to get him? It was Oakley. Yeah. So that was the Oakley trade. And yep. Billy was averaging 19.6, I think, one season, wasn't he, with about 10 rebounds? He was averaging 21.7. So Billy Cartwright. His first uh, year in the league. 21.1, then 2014, 15, 17, and then kind of went downhill a little bit from there. He, um, you know, he was uh, sitting at 12, 11, 12 points a game at Chicago. Still solid though, you know, like at the center position. As, you know, many of the folks our age can appreciate, you know, the the NBA was really built around the center position and, you know, um, height really equaled power in, in the NBA back in the day. And, you know, Nowadays, that is that has changed, but also evolved. With now we have height, power, speed, you know, strength. Yeah, the Giannis, Giannis's of the world. Just yeah, whereas dominating. not just the big ass and being tall with long arms actually helps so much. And yeah, that's another player that Jordan was really harsh on he because was. his best mate got traded for this. But he, I think, he realized yeah. that he couldn't win without. Yeah. A center. And Jerry Krause did that. And I think Michael, that's when they first had their falling out because he traded his best buddy for Bill Cartwright. And Jordan would try to like give him bad passes. He'd actually try and sabotage him, which is not yes. childish at all. No, not at all. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll let you... Uh, yeah, Billy Cartwright's got this one. You take thanks. a 3-2 lead. Who'd you have on your bench that you're holding back? All righty. So, on my bench... At the six-man position, Slick Rick Fox. Oh, Slick Rick, Celtics, another so. Celtics. He was the captain of the Celtics, eh? Hey? Yeah. So Him and D Brown. Yeah, so this is his, uh, I guess, rookie card or, or not rookie card. He, what was he, 14 first. and a half points again? Eight. Eight. Yeah. 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 He's a, a good all-round player, though. He was a good player. He ended up having a pretty, uh, pretty consistent career. In the in the sixth position, well, um, for my my sixth man, I'm I'm torn here. I'm gonna go with Johnny Dawkins from the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> oh. and like he had a couple of good seasons. Like in San Antonio, average fifteen point eight, Philly fifteen point eight for his whole career is twelve point four. Just a, a a good 
like um, starting sort of six man fringe. Really yep. good. Yep. Yep. No, and then it. apart from that, I've got Sydney Green and Vinny Del Negro. Yeah, I've got no notables here. Jeff Turner from the Magic and Aaron McKee from the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, Aaron McKee was good, eh? He was a good player, but yeah. Look at that card. Look at his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah he looks, it That's was a collector's it was, it, was it was his rookie card. Um, That's all I got, uh, Luke. How about you? That's Any it. Any other mate. final thoughts? Final thoughts is tune in next week. All three of us will be here. Kurt Scott, shout out to you. Shout Working out to today. Kurt. We, you, you missed here, mate. Yeah. I missed kicking your butt in the flip it segment, but unfortunately today, Chris kicked mine. Three, cool. two. All right, guys. Cheers. All right, see you next week. Later.